Today's episode is a, is a little different. Instead of focusing on a particular product, we've decided to have a, a guest speaker in because there's a platform that's used by food scientists to speak directly to other food scientists as well as the general public. And that resource is Science Says. And today we're here with the, the CEO and co-founder of Science Says, Beatrice Zatorska. Uh, so hi, Beatrice, welcome to the show. Thank you, Zachary, for inviting me. I'm delighted. Yeah, you're welcome. We're, we're glad to have you here. Where, where are you joining us from today? I am in Oxford, in beautiful England, in the hometown of Harry Potter and uh, AstraZeneca <laughs> vac vaccination, and as well, the wonderful university. Well, thank you for being here. Um, one of the reasons I, I wanted to have you on the show is that, you know, one of the goals of the Water and Food podcast is just to advise food professionals and, and reach out and share success stories with other scientists so that they can also be successful. And, and when I came across Science Says, I realized that your mission is, is very similar. Um, and maybe you can start by telling our listeners what Science Says is. Um Science Says uh, is a science communication platform curating plain English facts uh, from the latest research on food and nutrition from around the world. And we are also building community of uh, verified experts around it. Um, although we are UK-based company, the vast majority of people on our platform, especially the, the users who are industry professionals and the general public actually come from the US. Scientists who are the content creators on our platforms come from everywhere. Also, a lot of them come from the from the US. Although UK and US, we do share a lot, and I think both countries lead quite a lot in terms of the open research and sharing knowledge. Um, we are very, very passionate at Sciences about unleashing science and provide reliable, evidence-based facts with industry professional and the general public. Um, like I said, scientists are the content creators, sharing facts in plain English, easy to understand and you know, fun formats um, known to everyone from other social media platforms like blogs, videos, podcasts, um, bite-sized posts, and, and, and similar. Um, people can also ask questions directly to the, our experts via direct messaging, uh, live Q&As, or on forums. And, um, and um, we fairly reward scientists for their work uh, because 80% of all revenues we generate are go directly to scientists. And how did you cultivate this passion for science communication? Is, is this something that you've always been passionate about or, or did something specific happen? Uh, why, why is this your, your target or your goal uh, to be able to share scientific information in this way? Um, I think both. Uh, I've been management consultant, uh, commercializing scientific research predominantly for about 20 years. And I truly work around the world from in Asia, United States a lot, and everywhere in Europe, uh, Africa, and so on. And I've seen over and over, no matter where you are in the world, how much West there is in academia, how much scientific research is being West. Um, because I work on the industry side, we struggle so much find the right 
you know, real uh, answers to real world problems. <clears throat> uh, less than 2% of current technologies in the world comes from scientific research. I mean, that's just crazy. That's ridiculous. Of mm -hmm. course, loads of it cannot be commercialized yet, but 2%, that's so little. And I've seen over and over so much of the research papers, which we have 165 million right now, is just eating the dust. And mm -hmm. about three years ago, um, I was in a long, long project for many months in California, uh, working with a big um, microelectronic company. And we really have for about eight months stuck on a problem. And um, finally, I got in touch with a scientist I worked a few years before that, who was in Russia. He was eight years old Russian scientist. And he, for decades, he was working on some research and nobody listened to him. You know, eventually he was just ignored. And, uh, and I thought, oh, I'm going to give a, you know, it's a long shot, but we brought him to California. People listened to him and uh, gave him a lab, built a team around him. And eventually his uh, science saved his company billions and saved mm -hmm. probably thousands of jobs. For me, this was the moment of, thinking, you know, this is it. I've seen this so many times. And this moment for me was, wow, I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life just to unleashing that science. And the timing, I think, is great as well, um, you know, because we've seen for the past two years, especially during COVID, how much we do need that science to solve the problem. So that's why I've I have uh, started uh, previously a company, Smart Tribe, and then we turned into Sciences together with my co-founder, Chris Jack. And Sciences is primarily focusing on, on food science, is that correct? And, and why did you decide to focus on food science and not environmental science or, or something else? Um, we have decided to focus on food science first because we do eventually eventually want to scale to other uh, topics. Uh, it was uh, evidence-based business decision. <laughs> um, for the past two years, uh, we actually had a different platform called Smart Tribe. And we built, uh, this was networking platform between uh, academics and industry professional. So we were curating one-to-one uh, -one meetings between people uh, where people could brain, pick brain of scientists and solve their problems and so on. Um, it was really great. And it was amazing because it, within one year, the platform grew to 20,000 people from around the world. Oh, wow. And 50% were scientists, 50% were industry professionals. And each time we, and we outreach, especially to industry, and we said, hey, do you want to talk to scientists? And every single person said, yeah, of course I want. Who wouldn't? They were overwhelmed that they can talk to them directly. Um, and for months and months, we have seen the, big, the highest demand for food scientists. So we thought, and this was really interesting because, you know, during COVID, we thought... Um, immunization, you know, vaccination, all these life science topics are going to be the hot one, especially 60% of the scientists on our previous platform were in life science. But no, food science was the most topic in the de demand. So we, we kind of follow that lead. Uh, you know, numbers, numbers speak for itself. There is massive demand for food science for the for the uh, evidence coming from food science and we realize how complex it is how the topic it is it's a relatively new science 
uh, and um, and it's so, so the complexity of it. I think the industry people in general are really struggling. It's not anymore how to you know produce a nicely you know uh, tasty chip. Uh, the complexity involves. Um, safety, packaging, labeling, um, sustainability, uh, pr development, uh, plant-based. It's amazing, such a complex topic. So we decided that food science is our, going to be our first focus. Yeah, and I, I've noticed myself even that um, I think in general, food science is, is uh, getting more focus. And um, I'm working on a, a project now where I'm reaching out to all the different food science universities here in the United States. And even that number, I, I could find 35 or 40 different programs here in the States. And um, I, I think that continues to grow. So this topic, um, you know, it, is very important. And we're going to need food scientists, especially here in the, in the next decades uh, with climate change and, and all these different things that are going to make bringing food to the table even more difficult. So uh, I'm happy to hear that you're starting with food science. And I'm wondering, how do you pick uh, the topics, you know, there's so many different aspects to food science, so many different products. You could be focusing on regulations or packaging or, or so on. So how do you focus on what topics to include on your page? Or is it is it pretty open if I want to post something about a, a specific topic? Do you have different categories that I can uh, make that post and, and it'll fall under? How, how does that system work? We are quite open to the topics and uh, in fact we are developing something super super interesting uh, additionally to our scientist posts we have developed an engine uh, my co-founder chris he's got a phd in computer science and i'm really fortunate to work with one of the talented uh, data scientists in the country um, and based on the conversation thousands of conversation between industry and uh, scientists um, we have developed the AI kind of technology, which is a little bit working like a translator between scientific research and industry applications. So very soon you'll be able to kind of use our search engine and kind of ask questions, giving you suggestions. What is what is the latest coming from the scientific research, but already with application for industry, which is going to be super neat. So we are quite fairly open to the to the topics in general. Uh, none of us was a food scientist or in the industry, so we didn't know. We pretty much follow the guidance of our first scientists on the platform, on the content creators, and the topics we, right now we are focusing in, which are well-being, nutrition, sustainability, food packaging, uh, waste, and so on, are um, topics which our current scientists are passionate about. And how are you finding scientists? How do you get people to participate on your platform? Um, we are well networked the, with the scientific world. Uh, Chris used to work as a chief data scientist for Elsevier, and um, I work with scientists all my life. So it, it, we had already planned many of them in our network. Um, so some of them came with us from the previous platforms, Smart Tribe. Uh, we also outreach to new one, and every single one almost we outreached, they were super excited to join us. Um, we are we are very open to for more people to join. However, I think we are holding back right now to really go on a big scale because we want to fine tune the product and uh, mm -hmm. 
um, and our offering before we really go. But we have already great, great um, content creators. So uh, we do not have problems with um, uh, asking you know, skin scientists uh, to, to join because they are. It's not about money uh, for them. It's about the recognition. They like to be part of this. You know, um, mm -hmm. any scientist you ask, everyone loves to share uh, knowledge. Um, everyone like the open um, science, right? Um, they are also sharing our mission of unleashing that science. They do want to contact with the industry, and also they find science as, as a safe place uh, for them. You know, many other platforms, um, Twitter, Facebook, and so on, uh, scientists sometimes receive a, a lot of uh, harassment. So with us, they do feel very safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's such a great resource because, you know, as a scientist myself, I, I've done research projects or done things in the past that, you know, I, I wish I could share, you know, I, I've found something or, or something noteworthy that I, I know would help another food scientist. But there aren't very many platforms where you can post safely and, and have people take it seriously and um, maybe someone else can benefit from it. So I, I think this resource is great. It's definitely something that um, whether you're a graduate student or a senior researcher, um, I, I can see it being really useful. Uh, I'm wondering, how do you check the facts that are posted? Do you, do you qualify the work that's submitted? And, and what's that review process look like? Every, it's, it's not possible to review every single post, but we do have um, a grant rule, which every single post, no matter how small uh, it is or what content it is, it has to have a link to a research paper. Okay, mm -hmm. It has to have the link to the evidence. And is there any cost to participating? So if I, I want to join today, I want to post something, I have a, a research paper, to back it up, what, is there any cost to, to being on Science Says? For scientists, there is no cost. On the contrary, um, scientists earn uh, fair, being fairly financially rewarded. So 80% of the revenues goes to scientists. Um, uh, we, we do encourage um, industry professionals and general public to pay small fees for access to the platform. Uh, but for scientists, on the contrary, they get the, they get they are getting paid, which is probably quite unusual in the in the world where of the science publishing in general and science communication, where you know where 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 science you do not ever being paid. It's but like I said, it's not about you know the, the payment itself. It's just the fact right. that you that this is fair and they are being rewarded. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's really speak to them. And, and, and also, besides science, uh, sorry, oh, go just, ahead, go ahead. Um, and also, additionally to uh, to being rewarded, we build community of those experts. So mm -hmm. we just don't leave them mm -hmm. just like that. Many, some of them already great science communicator, communicators, and they have um, many followers on Twitter or Instagram. But some of them are not, and for them it's something new, and they feel amazing and overwhelmed uh, that they mm -hmm. they have their own space somewhere where they can communicate in a fun way with everybody else, what they are, what they are, they are working on, but also um, what they are doing. Um, we often say to our content creators, don't treat this as a extra work. You know, loads of every researcher is doing background research. 
So just get into habit of whatever you store on your computer. Just put very quickly on science says, share your thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, we always, when you read research paper, you have something to, to think about. You talk to your colleagues, you talk to even family. So just, just put it down in on the science says, share with everybody else. Um, and we, we, create a community around uh, our, our scientists and support them, kind of even protect them, making sure they, they, are, they are always well treated on the platform, um, giving them a lot of advice and support, marketing advice and support. We're doing promotions, um, giving them uh, um, advice how to uh, write uh, in a understandable way, uh, giving us in general advice also how to speak to industry people and so on. So they they kind of become a, a kind of not a strangers but almost a friends. Yeah, you're definitely building a, a community, and I I think there's so many advantages to that. For example, I, I was looking at Science Says, and you have um, everything laid out by topic, and so. If I need to connect with a scientist working on a, a shelf life study or a scientist who knows all about jerky or, or, or a specific product or, or process, it makes it really easy for me to, to find somebody and then network and see the type of research they've done and then reach out to them and, and learn something new myself. So I, I do think this is a powerful network. Um, and again, this is a big reason for having you on the show. That's something that we are t- trying to accomplish with water and food is just helping to build a, a community and, and helping it make it easier for scientists to learn something new and, and maybe connect with somebody who can help them solve a, a problem that they're working on. Um, what is next for Science Says? It, it sounds like um, you're just trying to kind of work everything out now, but before getting even larger. But uh, what's that plan look like and, and what's your next step going into the, the next year? Um, next year, it's going to be all about food science. Uh, I don't think we're going to, to scale it uh, to other topics yet, maybe a little bit to life science, but uh, food science will stay definitely in our focus. We will probably dive in even uh, more. Um, we are working on just making this platform better, uh, easier to use. Um, right now, we are going to, to implement our search engine. We are working on this behind the scene. It's not there yet, but we would like to add to it. Uh, another powerful uh, tool which we want to add, and this is prompted by our users, by both industry people, that 90% of them told us they do want to speak to each other, which is very interesting. So we're going to, have to add the functionalities where you, know, you have um, a research posts and people can actually uh, comment on it and uh, see other people commenting. This, I find this super powerful. I've seen in industry so many times uh, the reinventing the wheel. So much money is being spent on R&D in companies and they are doing mm-hmm. this, they are solving pretty much the same problems over and over again. And here they can actually see if somebody was working on this with like also, those, you know, we see what is really trending really in food science because people are asking the similar questions or we can see what are the most common questions being asked to our scientists. Um, mm-hmm. So the fact, you know, I, I can see more and more the power of our platform giving the truly 
reliable source of information. Uh, because when you are working for companies and you're asking for different trends or different facts, you know, and other people telling you something, ha having usually an agenda why they are telling you. And this is why I love mm -hmm. science. It's just fact. This is it. It's unemotional. Mm -hmm. It's unbiased. And, uh, and probably we will develop more and more tools for people to, to, to use as much easier and quicker. Uh, and also we work very closely with everyone who is using um, our platform, both with the scientists and industry people and even general public, um, just to let us know, you know, how you're using it, uh, what else you need it. Uh, but the, the, the first feedback we have, they find it super useful that they have a place where they can trust the facts. Uh, and uh, what we've noticed also, they have very specific questions. Uh, so mm -hmm. we're going to make it easier for them to find some answers in science. And I, I agree with you completely. I, I work with a lot of R&D teams, pri primarily R&D teams, and I see this all the time, always trying to reinvent the wheel. And I, I think by having this platform and building a network and community, you know, scientists love solving problems. And if they can connect and solve that problem even faster, a lot of these problems have already been sold uh, are, are already been fixed um, and figured out at a, another company or by a, another research project. So uh, I think this is great. And, and I think it's going to help, you know, our R&D teams across the board or across the, the world uh, to a, accomplish um, and, and make safer, higher quality products faster. So uh, if there's a, a scientist listening right now to this podcast and they would like to participate um, either just to, to learn more or, or even create their first post, how can uh, they get involved? Um, please do reach out to us, uh, to me, um, through the platform or linking to us. Just reach out and we will be very happy to, to help them out if they would like to be part of our platform, 100%. Well, great. Well, I, I just want to thank you so much for your time, Beatrice. Um, I'm glad we were able to connect on LinkedIn and, and get this podcast recorded. I'm, I'm really excited to see where your platform goes and, and also to participate uh, myself. And so uh, thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm Zachary Cartwright. This is Water and Food. Find this podcast on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.